Now it is an honor and privilege to serve you, as I always say. On the show, we talk love and relationship. And uh, I'm so excited today because I am not alone in the studio. I've got a beautiful guest that I'm going to interview on Zoom right away. And I'm excited she's about to, to share her story. And I believe that her story is life changing. So please our beautiful listeners, do not go anywhere. Um, our beautiful guest, uh, thank you so much. Uh, I'm gonna ask you to please introduce yourself as it is the culture at Talita Kumi where we actually allow the guests to just introduce themselves. Can you please go ahead and introduce yourself to our listeners? Hi, um, my name is Lizzie Inwe. Hi, Leslie Ann. Yes, you can continue. We can hear you. Oh, okay. Um, hi, my name is Leslie Nwe. I'm from Madrid. Um, and I believe that I have a life-changing story. And that where I'm coming from, I know that there's a lot of ladies that still there where I'm coming from. And I hope that my story will make a difference in one of the ladies out there's lives. Okay, perfect. Thank you so much. Uh, listeners, as you've heard, we've got our beautiful, lovely guest, um, which we are interviewing on Zoom today, Leslie N. Wer. Am I saying your surname correctly? No, it's where. Where? Thank you so much, Leslie <laughs> Ann. Uh, my apologies. <laughs> my apologies. I'm just going to say okay. Leslie N. because I don't want to say your surname incorrect. I don't want to pronounce yeah. it incorrectly. <laughs> Uh, yes. Leslie N, um, I'm going to ask you, uh, thank you so much. First of all, Talita Kum would like to thank you for, uh, for this interview, for allowing us to interview you. And I believe that your story will be life changing today. So first yes. of all, um, um, you have already given us a background. You say that you from, um, from Madrid and you've got a story to yes. tell. Um, can you just go ahead and please, uh, tell us your story so that we can hear what you've got to share with us? Okay. Um, so uh, at the age of 11, uh, I was molested by two guys that um, completely changed my life. I started drinking at the age of 12, started um, smoking weed at the age of 13. Um, I basically lived a very rebellious teenage life and my family didn't know what was going on. They were wondering why the outbreaks and everything. And for 15 years, I kept it from them until I went to hardcore drugs. This has caused me to end up in a lot of relationships that uh, 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 toxic relationship, relationships that left me empty, broken. And most of all, it left me, um, I wouldn't say I hated myself, but I had a low self-esteem and it caused me to neglect my children by then i had two two sons um at that that was at the age of 27 and my kids didn't know me um i was basically their sister than their mother i was extremely abusive towards them and my wound my soul was carrying so many wounds because because of these toxic relationships i remember at the age of 26 i was in a in a relationship with a guy and this guy would rape me each and every night. 
And I wasn't sexually attracted to him, but what made me, what ended me up in the relationship was the drugs, because that is what we had in common. Mm. And because of the rebellious person I was, you know, when I would be that person, when I was in a, a relationship, I would want to love with that guy. And I, by then I didn't understand the soul ties that relationships comes with. And um, obviously, like I said, my children suffered the most. I ended up staying with this guy. My kids, I was horrible towards my kids. Sometimes I would come high, come home high, and then I would want to steal them away from my parents to spend time with them. But my family did not want me to have any contact with them because of the situation. Mm -hmm. And um, later on, uh, I think it was after three, four months of being with that guy, I knew that, you know what, if I'm going to continue staying in this relationship with him raping me every night, I am going to eventually hurt myself because I had a background of suicide, you know. Mm -hmm. I tried to commit suicide like five times in my life. Mm -hmm. um, and I knew that I was on my way to doing it again because I fell into depression I fell into, to, um, I started having panic attacks and that was all due to um, uh, 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 bipolar that I also never knew that I had. Mm -hmm. So everything that these relationships done to me just made the bipolar worse because then I was looking for, for, for a relief in drugs and alcohol. And the worst part about it was, you know, people, I always tell people that, you know, you have a tendency of sleeping around when you have bipolar because um when the episode starts it's either you're going to start using drugs for and you it's drugs non-stop for let's say two months and then it's mm -hmm. alcohol non-stop for two months and then it's sleeping around non-stop so my week my weakness was the sleeping around and mm -hmm. if the episode passed it would be, I would be so drained and tired from all these men that had me. Mm -mm. And I would, uh, I would say it really left me wounded. It left me with a soul that was so badly wounded that I could not identify myself anymore. And I didn't know how to use my mindset proper anymore. So it actually broke me in, you know, to a point where I wouldn't look at myself in the mirror because I had such a low self-esteem and I hated myself so much that each and every time I looked at myself in the mirror, I was reminded mm. of everything that these people has left me with. Shoo, yeah, Leslie, and it seems like you went through a lot. You you mentioned that uh, it you were raped when you were about eleven years old by two guys. Yes. Was this family members? Was it people that you were close to? And did you actually share? Or did you tell anybody about the situation? Or or, or how did it go? Um. After uh, I was raped, I never told anyone. I remember that day I came home and I was still wearing school uniform. It was around about past six in the mm -hmm. evening. And I came home with the hope that my mom would see that something is wrong, you know, because, mm -hmm. you know, um, we expect our mothers to know us better than anyone else. So I was hoping that she would see. And because she didn't see that day, I decided that, you know what, I'm just going to live with this and bury it so deep 
that I wouldn't find it again. And unfortunately, every day of my life was like horrible because no matter how I ran away from it, it would, it would visit me in my dreams. Mm -hmm. So, so uh, I would never have spoken about it if my sister didn't, my late sister didn't get a dream that I was molested. And that is how the family found out that and when was there this is now? something wrong here. That was at the age of 25. 25. So you actually kept that a secret from the age of 11 until the age of 25. Yes. And you were never going yes. to say anything about it unless it was a, the only reason you, you, you actually told them about it is because your sister had a vision or a dream about it. Your late yes. sister. Yes. You, and, 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 and how did your family react to it uh, for you keeping uh, the secret so long? And the fact that uh, was it people that they knew? Yes, it was people that they know that, and um, what hurt my family the most was um, one of the guys that did this was my brother-in-law's cousin. Hmm. So my my brother-in-law just it just it finished him, you know, it broke him to pieces, and he after after i told them, after i told them i remember him saying to me how will i ever look at that guy again not thinking about what he did to you and that same night when we came to my parents and we had to tell my parents what happened i remember my mom could say nothing she was just crying hmm. because i told her that that day i was hoping that you would see the that there's something wrong that your your daughter is it something is happening to her um, my dad was, you know, my dad is like the calmest person I've ever known. He is my, my pearl of strength, my everything. He's my, my role model. He's, I believe he's the wisest man I've ever known. I remember that night he was so calm. And if it wasn't for his calmness, he was mm -hmm. going to do something that night to, to that guy. Mm -hmm. And I remember him saying that, you know what? I wish you never told me. Because right now I feel like climbing in my car and going to kill that that guy for what he's done to you. And by God's grace, we as a family decided to to forgive them and just let it go. And even though we as a family decided, but I still held on to it out that day after and months after, you know, mm -hmm. until God personally spoke to me and said to me, you know what, let it go. It's time to let it go. Otherwise, you will never. Uh, 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 be who I want you to be, you know? Yes, continue. And because uh, uh, I didn't know how to love. Mm -mm. I loved wrong. Mm. That's what it did to me. So um, I knew that I needed to let go. Otherwise, I will, I will bleed on everyone that didn't cut me. Mm -mm -mm. And mm. I didn't know because I already didn't know how to love anyone else around me. How was I ever going to love myself? How, how will I ever uh, um, accept who I am? You know, and mm -mm -mm. the, 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 cause I'm, I'm, I'm a, I'm a woman of many gifts. <laughs> Thanks God. So I knew that, you know what, with the gifts that God has gave me, given, gave me, how will I ever be able to love the gifts with the pain that I'm carrying? Sure. Yeah, Leslie Ann, um, beautiful listeners. This is Leslie Ann on the line. She's sharing a very touchy story with us. She's sharing a life and it is so sad to hear 
but uh, we are so grateful that God has turned all that around for her. So uh, you can please comment um, and uh, just um, share with you what you've got, uh, share with us what you've got to say to Leslie Ann. But Leslie Ann, I want to say to you today that um, I do not know what was your reason why you, you didn't, you didn't, you decided to keep quiet of this. Was it because uh, you were afraid that nobody was going to believe you or what was your, your reason? Why did you keep this for so long? And why did you decide, why did you expect your mother instead to see it instead of you to tell her what was happening? What was your reason? Can you just share with our, our listeners that? Like, like I felt ashamed. I felt like um, everyone was going to blame me because I remembered my school skirt was very short. So mm -hmm. I had that thing in mind that what I wear that day is what made them do that. Um, for the next 15 years after that, I every day of my life told myself that if I didn't wear that skirt, that would not have happened. Mm -hmm. sure. Because I didn't understand then that, you know what, even if a woman walks naked, it does not give the man the right to do anything to her, to put any harm on her, you know? Yes, no, I, I, I totally and completely agree with you that there. And it's just a party because you were, you were young and you were so innocent and this innocence was yes. taken away from you. They actually robbed you from your innocence. And it's always yes. the case when, when people are being molested or, or you always feel like you are the one uh, to be blamed, just like you said, you were wearing a, a, a short skirt, but no matter what you're wearing, it doesn't give anybody the right to rape you or to molest you or to do anything that is not, uh, that is unkind to you. Um, yes. Leslie, and thank you so much for, for sharing that sensitive story with us. And as I can hear, it's you saying that it, it actually ruined your relationship with your children. It allowed you not to be a good parent to them. And you, yes. it, it actually happened that you were unable to, to to be there as a mother, but you were more like a sister to them. And you were also robbed of the opportunity. You said there were times when you were high and you would actually go and try to steal your kids just to spend time with them. Um, yes. My question to you today will be, um, after you went through all this and you've given, uh, do you feel that like you've completely forgiven the, the people that did this to you? Have you com uh, completely forgiven them? It was hard, but I did because, can you hear me? Yes, I can. Yeah, it was hard, but I, I've, I've come to learn that um, if you don't forgive, you, 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 you're only doing more damage to yourself. The unforgiveness that I had caused me to fall ill, literally, you know. So mm -hmm. uh, I used to suffer of headaches. You know, I used to suffer a, a, a lot of physical illnesses mm -mm -mm. only to find out in the end that all of these came from unforgiveness. And once I've let go, that's when I became, that's, that's when I healed. Mm -mm -mm. Until this day, you know what, uh, it's, it's, it's a loving testimony. I'm a loving testimony you of are. unforgiveness, the bitterness that it comes with. Wow. So I can only thank God. I can only thank God and I can only give him, give him the praise because all of me, the person that you see today, it is not through my own ability. It is only God. 
which is true because what you went through and uh, I've listened to your story it's very touchy and it takes a strong woman to to stand up from a situation like that it takes a strong woman to actually wanna 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 talk and share her story with the world out there but we are yes. we are glad and we are really honored that you're able to share with us your story today Leslie and um I want to hear from you um how would you say that all this that has happened to you uh, contributed to your life and how do you how are you helping others in in in, in to, uh, with what you went through how do you help others with what you went through what are you doing okay, now so um, um right now what i'm doing um i'm focusing more on on my business my my beautician business but um my ministry is in um youth you know helping youth yes, helping yes. young women uh 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 repel themselves oh, um like yeah. like um when i send when i send my bio um i put i put david um once you you know the power of confession it's so important because everything you speak comes to existence you know i remember mm-hmm. in my marriage you know i used to say a lot of things about my husband and it came to existence all those negative things that i've that that i've spoken, spoken to him it came to an ex- existence yeah and also to control your mouth you know um, mm-hmm. i remember joyce myer saying that you, um, you know the three m's your mind your mouth and uh, your mind your mouth and your mood um but when it comes to the because remember that the bible says your tongue is coming the swearing and the cursing out so yes. i would um the place that i'm from our 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 teenagers are going uh, through a lot of things that i went through you know and um that's where i'm trying to make a difference that you know what you don't have to go through this mm-hmm. at this age if you just make a different decision mm-hmm. you know yes. wow Ah uh, uh, Leslie and thank you so much. I'm so glad to hear that you are motivating people in your community. You are working with young girls and it's actually that your mess has become a message and that is what God is good yes. in doing. He always takes our mess and he turns it into a message. And I like what yes. you said. You said that uh, there's power in the tongue. What we speak come to an existence into yes. existence. I actually mentioned this in in my book that I've written that um it was also the works that the words that I spoken into my husband's life that made him the husband that he became i spoke a lot of negative yes. words and he acted out negatives the words that i said actually build his life yes. uh, and 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 actually put him in the place that he was at that time so it is true we need to yes. start speaking positive uh, positive words to ourselves also and to other people but i'm so glad that um god is using you in in uh, in a powerful way as i can hear that you are helping in your community and um Before we close, I just want to ask you um what would you say to to someone who's listening now out there because it might not be 11 year old but it might be a 18 year old it might be a 20 year old or a a 30 year old who has been raped and they also feel like they were to be blamed and they don't want to talk about it what would you say to them is it is it good for them to keep it or would they rather speak out what would you say to them 
I would advise I would advise any woman out there that um to speak out because it is not your fault. It is not your fault what happened to you, and you can you cannot control what is in a man's mind. But I what I I would I would like you know to tell any woman out there that this has happened to is that it's not the end of your life, and that maybe you know sometimes God let some things happen to you. You know, if God could let Job lose everything, who are we? You know, um, remember that in the Bible, God gives the devil the right to do with us whatever he wants. But he says that he cannot have our lives. He cannot kill us. You mm-hmm. know, so maybe God lets it happen for you to become the stronger person that you will be tomorrow. You know, because your your story might change that little girl's life. You know, mm-hmm. your story might help that little girl not to live with the shame and the guilt for the rest of her life. And mm-hmm. that little girl might feel like, you know, what this has happened to me also. So if this lady, this woman is looking so good, feeling so great and not, you know, she she's free, like in her heart. Mm-hmm. I can also be that free. I can mm-hmm. also be free and not feel guilty and ashamed of myself. Wow. Very true, Leslie. And, and if I look at you today, you don't look like a woman that went through so much. You don't look like a teenager that went through so much. I can just see the <laughs> grace of God upon your life. You are a beautiful young woman. And my prayer to you is Thank that you may so God much. continue to bless you. May he continue to use you to change lives. And um, before you, so you go, uh, just bless us maybe with, um, with just a word out there. What would you say uh, to anybody who feels depressed and tired of life and, and, and the burdens that they feel currently, whatever they might be going through, what would you say to them before you go? Um, I'd like to say to them that, you know what, in life you don't quit. The only time you quit is when you're dead. Wow. <laughs> wow. There That's is a powerful not- <laughs> statement. <laughs> there is not a mountain too big that you cannot overcome. Wow. Even every time when you feel so depressed and so like the world is just done on you, just remind yourself that there's people out there that's going through much, much worse. And wow. they are holding on. Very true. So like, like yourself. You. Like yourself. Yes, yes. Thank you so much uh, for, for, for allowing us here at Talita Kumi to interview. It was so nice. Your story is amazing. May you continue to go out and share your story with the world. And I believe it will not be your last time. In future, we'd like to interview you um, again. I think it would be nice to interview you again, Leslie Ann. But thank you so much for honoring this appointment. And may God continue to bless you. And we'll keep in touch. Thank you. Um, before before we close off, I'd just like to tell everyone out there that I am writing a book about my life. It's called um, Saved by a Heartbreak. Wow. And I hope that everyone will get an opportunity to read it someday. <laughs> yeah, I believe so. Well done, Leslie. And thank you so much for sharing thank that you as so well. Much. Thank you. Have yourself thank a lovely you. day. God bless. Same to you. Thank Bye. You. <laughs> Bye. Thank you, beautiful listeners. That was Leslie Ann Ware from, Rab- uh, from Madrid, Rabi Rich, and she has shared a beautiful story. Can you please continue just to comment? And uh, if you um, just want to say something to her, or you can also share your story with us, 
in the uh, you can also comment and let us know if you have a story to share but um you've heard she said you don't quote unless you are dead and because we we talk love on the show um she's a true reflection of uh, forgiveness because forgiveness goes with love and what happened to her wasn't easy but she was she was able to forgive so um if you're out there listening um and you went through the same thing i want to ask you to 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 reach out to god and allow him to work in your heart so that you will be able to set your free, yourself free from the burden of unforgiveness. Thank you, beautiful listeners, for listening. And thank you for always tuning in. We really appreciate you here at Talutakumi, and we love you. We'll talk again next week. Thank you so much. Have a lovely day. Goodbye.